Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. A couple of weeks ago, we had my good friend and partner in We Are Pickleball, CJ Johnson, on the podcast to talk to us about the athletic pillar, to talk to us about our bodies specifically that time. Uh, we'd done one before on the mind. This time we're talking about the body, right? What can we do for the body? And CJ gave us some really good tips in that episode uh, about how to improve our bodies. We got a lot of positive feedback on that podcast. And so we wanted to do a follow-up podcast that where, where CJ could talk to us with some more specifics on what we can do before we play, while we're playing, after we play, and then a little bonus tip for what you're going to do in the evenings to really improve your body and how you feel every morning. So I'm going to invite CJ onto the podcast right now. We're going to get her into the podcast, and we're going to talk about how we're going to check our bodies out when we're playing pickleball. The dates for the 2022 Pickleball Summit are set. June 26, 27, 28, and 29th will be the largest gathering of pickleball professionals anywhere in the world. You'll get to hear from some of the best minds in pickleball, help you develop the perfect pickleball game. There is no cost to view the presentations during the summit days, but you do need a ticket. Registration for the summit will be opening soon. Be on the lookout in your social media feeds as well as in your email inbox to find out when registration opens up to make sure you don't miss out on the 2022 Pickleball Summit. Hope to see you there. Hey CJ, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Tony. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Love to have you back on the podcast. Uh, everybody was uh, got some really good feedback on the tips you gave. Uh, and folks, if you didn't check that podcast episode out, I highly recommend you check it out. It's going to be one or two, I think two episodes before this one in the system. I don't know the exact number, but just go back there. You'll see a special guest, CJ Johnson, on there. And she gives you a really big picture view on your body and different parts of things. That, there are different things you can do for different aspects of your body to get it to play the best pickleball. Uh, CJ, this week, right, we said let's add some more and let's talk about the body and, and, uh, and how to basically get ready to play pickleball your best. But before we do that, CJ, let's talk a little bit about the athletic pillar and a concept that you and I spent a lot of time talking about, which is the pickleball athlete. So talk us through that a little bit, and then let's jump right into what folks can do to really play their best. Absolutely. It, it's funny when we use the term pickleball athlete, people people push back a little bit. You can see that they get a tiny bit uncomfortable with the word athlete. And my response to that, mine and your response to that is, okay, what do you call a person who plays a sport for several hours, multiple times a week? Yep. <laughs> and and most people look at you and go, mm, oh, okay, um, I'm an athlete. But it's kind of, it's it's amazing to me that people don't see themselves that way. And, and, and I think that's why we really wanted to pull the athletic pillar into everything we do and how we teach. Because if you think you're an athlete, you are going to treat your mind-body connection differently than if you don't think of yourself as an athlete. And, and in pickleball, if you want to play your best, the mind-body connection weaves through everything we do. It, it's, it's hard to have great technique if your body is not physically fit. Um, it's hard to have wonderful strategy if you're not focused. So that mind-body connection is essential to play your best pickleball, and it's often overlooked. Even, even worse, CJ, I would suggest I'm going to raise the the ante on this, raise the the stakes on this. You know, even even more serious is not just aren't you going you're not going to play your best, but 
you know, you get an injury, you're not you're playing zero pickleball. You're not even playing like okay pickleball. You're playing zero zero pickleball. And so let's dive, let's dive into that a little bit. Let's talk about uh, you know pre pre game. So I'm getting ready in the morning. I got up in the morning. I'm going to play. You know, in an hour, an hour and a half. One of the things that we talk about a lot, CJ, is hydration. So let's talk a little bit about that, especially now we're entering the summer months, right? Uh, and players overlook that. You know, generally they're not drinking their first sip of water until like the end of game one or something. So let's talk a little bit about hydration and how we get ready for the day. Absolutely. Um, you tried to kill me the last time I was in Florida. Uh, it was it was hot that day, and if you aren't prepared. Uh, with your hydration, you're going to suffer out on the courts. I have a good friend who is an ultra marathoner. And one of the things she told me a long time ago, is she said, you know what, uh, if, if, when you're out there, if you mess up your food, you're going to be fine. You'll be able to get in enough nutrition. She said, but if you screw up your hydration, that ends the race. And that really is how it is for pickleball. And I'm going to suggest that hydration, it doesn't begin the morning of, it actually begins the night before you play to make sure that you're in the evening, right? You know, think maybe later afternoon at after two or three o'clock between maybe two and six o'clock, start to drink water. Ideally, we should be taking our body weight, dividing it by three and drinking that amount in ounces per day. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it's if it's regular tap still water or if it is water that has some bubbles in it, as long as there's no other additives. Uh, but that's what you want to be drinking per day. So your hydration actually starts the night before you go out to play. I tell you, I played this morning. Uh, it's pretty hot today in Florida, and uh, uh, I think I I did not. I know I didn't hydrate enough yesterday. I didn't hydrate enough this morning. So by the time I got on the court, by the time I started drinking water. Game over. It was too late. Yeah. So, and my performance definitely suffered on that. So, CJ, definitely hydration is super important. Um, what about a, like a quick tip on? And I, I understand nutrition. You know, maybe has a little more give in it. But what do you recommend? Like, do you recommend like uh, I don't know, gr granola bars, almonds, uh, dried fruit? What kind of things do you recommend for players who are out there playing? Because listen, you know that most of the, most of our listeners, most of our viewers, uh, they're out there you know, two, three hours, right, in the heat. So what do you recommend uh, for players to take out there? So before you play, uh, if I ideally eat a meal. A, a whole, I, I'm a, I'm a, now, don't get me wrong. I, protein, protein drinks have their place. Sports drinks have their place. Um, I, they are part of, but whenever you can eat whole food, that's what you want to have. So hopefully you can eat some food before you go to the court and have some carbohydrates before you go to the heart court. I mean, carbohydrates get get kind of a, um, a bad rap. You, your body needs carbohydrates to perform. So it's okay to have those before you go to the court. And again, you know, like complex carbohydrates. So, uh, you know, even in the morning, if you were to have like a, a sweet potato in the morning, that, that type of thing before you go to the court, that can be very nutritious. Um, cereal's fine, as long as it's not like Fruit Loops. I mean, that's not, that's not the kind of, that's not the kind of uh, carbs you want. Um, you mentioned granola bars. Those can be a great alternative for somebody who maybe can't eat much before they play. And certainly there are protein shakes. So protein shakes can be very helpful. The protein will fill you up. Um, some protein shakes have carbs, some do not. So you're going to have to read labels there. But that can be an alternative for somebody who maybe can't eat a lot of food before they go to the courts. But the biggest thing is eat something. 
your body, if you got up, uh, you know, after a night's sleep and you did not have anything before you went to the court, you're putting your body at a deficit. Your body needs some kind of fuel. So you have to eat something. Awesome. Thank you, CJ. That's that's really good advice. So, you know, remember, folks, when you're out there going out to play pickleball, you know, you're you're actually preparing you're playing pickleball. Really, you're engaged in it with your intentionality before you even get in the car to go out to the courts. So you start I mean, the night before, like CJ said, with the, with the hydration. So, CJ, let's jump into a topic that I know is near and dear to your heart, uh, which is the concept of dynamic stretching. Right. And so the idea of pregame body preparation, warm up and dynamic stretching, I should say. Uh, give us some tips on just let's talk generally about it, right? What what why are we trying to do this? And then maybe if you have like one dynamic stretch that just stands out to you that you think, hey, if you don't do anything else, do this or a warm up, whatever you recommend. Let's let's talk about that for a sec. So just to just to so that everybody realizes there's two types of stretching. So there's dynamic stretching and there's static stretching. And static stretching is probably what we're most familiar with um, because that was something that we learned in gym class. And that's you get into a position and you hold the stretch and you don't move. You hold it for a period of time. Static stretching has its place. That comes later in the day. Let's talk about dynamic stretching because that's what you want to do before you play. So dynamic stretching is just a pretty fancy way of saying stretching while you're in motion. And it's not just stretching the muscles, it's getting the joints ready to play. So one of the things you want to do, and this doesn't take much time, people think it, you, there's this concept of, oh my goodness, I have to stretch, that it's going to take a long period of time. This can be done in literally five minutes on your, you know, and when you get to the court. Um, you want to warm up about your body because you do not want a cold body. So one of the things I always suggest to people, most of us don't get out of the court and, or car and have the court right there. We have some kind of walk to the court. So... Walk purposefully. Well, you know, like we like to say, walk with intentionality. Walk quickly. Swing your arms. So the very first thing you want to do is you want to get, you want to think huffing and puffing. What that does is that's warming up your body. Once your body is warmed up, then you're ready to do some stretching. Awesome. Thanks, CJ. So, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, one of the areas I think that players end up with injuries, right? And they may not realize this is the cause, right? It's one of those cause and effect things that sometimes gets lost is they'll go out to play. They won't warm up. Uh, they won't do any kind of dynamic stretching. Uh, you know, what are we like? This zero, zero, two, let's go. You know, they, they, they haven't even gotten out of the car yet. They're already calling us zero, zero, two and serving. Uh, and, you know, the, the risk there, folks, is A, injury, right? But B, listen, you're just not going to play as well as if you spend a couple of minutes, you know, three, four, five minutes doing a, a brisk warm up and uh, and a little bit of stretching the legs, stretching your your shoulders and things like that. So definitely do that. CJ, is there a uh, I, I think if I recall correctly, we have some sort of a guide or something that we are pickleball of our car correctly. How, how do they access that if they want to see the dynamic stretching information? Absolutely. So what they can do is uh, there's we're going to put a link below and it has it's a to, it's a guide to, to show you exactly how to stretch starting at the, the top of the head and working your way all the way down. Um, I'll give you one of my quick favorite ones. Sometimes it's hard to describe a stretch on a podcast. So it's something that's better done visually. And if you get the guide, we have the visuals in it. But to stretch out our forearms, one of the things you can do is is when you're standing, you can do this standing or seated, but hold your arm directly out in front of you so it's parallel to the ground. 
make a fist, and then with the other hand, gently pull the wrist down. So your arm is straight, and you're gently pulling the wrist down. Then take that hand and put it up like you're stopping somebody, like stop talking to me. <laughs> put the hand straight up, put the other hand, the fingers on top of it, and pull it back. That will start to stretch out the forearms because as, as we know, you can't go to a pickleball court without seeing um, all kinds of tennis elbow, uh, pickleball elbow, all these different braces and devices. So stretch out the upper body, um, spend some time in the torso. We've got some great stretches in there as well as the legs. And don't forget about the calves. Um, so many injuries happen because of tight calves and pickleball. That is true. Yeah, the, the, the lower lower leg injuries in pickleball. Pickleball is a stressful lower leg game. You're putting a lot of load on your lower legs. And if you don't take care of those lower legs, eventually they're not going to take care of you anymore. They're going to get you off of the pickleball court. All right, CJ, let's talk for a second here about, so I've hydrated. I've, I've taken care of my nutritional needs. I've done some warm-up dynamic stretching. I had an awesome day playing pickleball because of those uh, pre-game preparations. Let's talk for a second, and you already alluded to this, but let's talk for a minute about static stretching post-game. Uh, post let's talk a little bit about that, why, why we do it, uh, maybe a couple of suggestions on areas to focus on, and then, um, and then what happens if we don't do it for our bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Most of us, I'm pretty lucky. I have about a mile to the pickleball courts, but most people have to drive a lot further. And one of the common mistakes that I see is we get done playing pickleball, our body's nice and warm, we've been moving, and we don't treat it right with a couple of stretches. We just get into the car, we have a 20 minute drive home, get out of the car, and it's like, oh my gosh, what happened? I can barely move. The, the muscles tightened up. I mean, first of all, driving is hard on the body to begin with. <laughs> uh, let alone you've got this nice warm body and now you just park it, <laughs> you know, literally throw it into park. So a couple minutes after you finish playing would be ideal as well. And now what you're going to do is the static stretching. So static stretching is getting into a stretch and just simply holding the stretch and holding it for 20 to 30 seconds. Um, many of the dynamic stretches, you can use the same stretches. You just eliminate the motion. You hold the poses instead of move fluidly between the poses. And, and an easy way to do it is just, again, think muscle groups. You want to do some stretches for your arms. You're going to do some stretches for your, tor your torso. And then you're going to do some stretches for your lower legs. Uh, again, another five minutes, but boy, you, your body is going to thank you. Because the biggest thing, Tony, that people miss, pickleball players miss, is it's about recovery. We are playing multiple days a week. Many players are playing multiple days in a row and good stretching habits set your body up to play faster sooner yeah that that definitely makes sense and you know what i would suggest to folks out there is you know the pickleball has a, a fantastic social component to it obviously you know seeing our friends and things like that listen grab a couple of your friends and say hey join me for three or four minutes of stretching and then stretch and chat you know about your day about what you're doing you know, the family, whatever it is you normally chat about with your friends, you can do it while you're stretching. You know what I mean? Especially once you get into the habit of it. And what I would recommend as a side note here is this. If you're if you're stretching zero right now, it's okay. No criticism, it's fine, right? 
add one stretch. Just add one stretch, right? You spend one minute stretching. Maybe stretch, stretch the part of your body that most it gives you trouble, right? Most you most feel after you're playing. Spend a little bit of time on that, and then make that a habit, right? And then next time, maybe that felt good. Well, let me add a second stretch, right? And then you start adding stretches. Right. And once you learn how to do it, like CJ can stretch with her eyes closed. Literally, she knows the whole routine already to do. So she could be like, she could be uh, dictating a memo, you know, cooking dinner, talking to her friends, whatever. At the same time as she does her stretching, because she doesn't have to think about the stretching. At first, you may have to think about it a little bit, really focus on it. Once it becomes a habitual thing to do, it'll be like breathing or walking around. So CJ, that, that's some really good advice. I promised them a bonus. I promised our listeners a bonus. And this is something that I'm going to tee this up and then and then get you to uh, add anything that I forget to add to it. And basically, it's this. Um, if you take the static stretching idea and you spend a few minutes in the evening before you go to sleep at night, I'm going to tell you from personal experience, it will change how you sleep. It'll change how you feel when you get up in the morning. You're not going to be all creaky and you'll just feel better throughout the day. So, CJ, can you talk about that a little bit and maybe... Maybe a few of our listeners will take that to heart and go, you know what? I'm going to give this a try for the next, do it for a week and see how you feel. Just a week is nothing. Do a week of this and see. So CJ, give him some ideas on that. Uh, absolutely. So studies have shown that the most beneficial stretching for for the body is 10 minutes, is 10 minutes of stretching before bed. And again, don't get hung up on the 10 minutes. You can start with, you can start with two minutes. Okay. But it's the concept is beginning to stretch the body before bed. It just does all these wonderful things for the body because sleep is essential to recovery. That's an essential thing for us to be able to go out and play pickleball the next day. And for a variety of reasons, as we get a little bit older, our sleep tends to get a bit disrupted. And stretching before bed not only can help the muscles, but it can set the mind right so that when you hit the pillow, you actually get a good night's sleep. Um, and, and again, any of those static stretches, like Tony said, I think it's a great recommendation. What part of your body hurts you, the, you know, gives you the most trouble? I have three bulging discs in my back, so I can answer you really easily. <laughs> it's, it's my hips. I, I, I tend to stretch my hips, not tend. I tend, I stretch every night. I tend to focus primarily on my hips. Let me put it that way. Um, but Pick that one body part and do just a minute worth of stretches. Uh, you would be surprised at how quickly it goes. And, and if you don't know what to do, there are we've got that guide for you. But I also have to tell you, there are so many apps out there. Um, you know this, Tony. I love Peloton, but it's not all about riding a bike. <laughs> there are no. great, there are fantastic stretching classes that go from five to 10 minutes. Um, foam rolling is another one that's fantastic before bed, right? So if you're like, geez, I'm not a stretcher, grab the foam roller. And CJ, th th this is one of those areas where, you know, we, we joke about how there's, you know, a million pickleball YouTube videos for stretching. There's 40 million. I mean, you know, and you can find, you know, a voice that you like, uh, uh, you know, the, the voice in terms of like, uh, you know, how you like they, they explain it to you. Uh, you like the way that they're presenting it. You feel good when you do it. There's no there's no really wrong answer in this in this world other than not doing it. Right. So, um, CJ, I think that's some really good advice on on pre game preparation. Right. 
um, you know, right before you play, right after you play, you recover. I think that's such an important concept that players overlook. It's that idea that I, I'm, I'm done playing for today, right? But right. unless unless you're done playing forever, right, uh, you're going to play again, right? Whether it's tomorrow or the next day or whatever, um, you got to recover between session one and session two and session two and session three. And hopefully you're playing session a thousand, right? Um, but you you got to recover between the, those those events and the best way to recover is without stretching. So CJ, that's some some excellent advice. Uh, CJ, uh, as always, listen, really appreciate uh, the input. Uh, CJ, I know we have, um, I think this podcast will drop before our summit drops, uh, our summit comes out. I know that there's uh, there's players out there who either want to attend the summit or I'm going to give this one out there as well, who want to improve with pickleball players. And I know that we have the pickleball system. So if they want to, uh, attend the summit, find out more about the system and things like that. What's the best way for players to to stay in touch with uh, you, We Are Pickleball, and what's going on? The best way to do it is go to wearepickleball.com forward slash pillars. That's P-I-L-L-A-R-S. Um, the athletic pillar, which we've, we've been talking about today, as well as we have the strategic and the mechanical pillar. And in uh, that document, we give you a way to frame out your pickleball game so that you know the fastest path to improvement for yourself. It also puts you on our weekly newsletter, so you'll stay up to date on everything we have going on at We Are Pickleball, which, you know, as Tony said, we got the summit, we got the system. We have a lot of other things coming up, too. So it's the best way to stay in touch with what we have going. Awesome. Thanks again, CJ. If you want to hear some, I'm going to give you a challenge in a second in the riff. If you want to hear the special challenge in the riff, stay tuned for the riff. The most complete pickleball resource available anywhere is the Pickleball System. Access to an unparalleled library of pickleball information, as well as your success path. You can find out more at thepickleballsystem.com. I'll link to it below. CJ's advice on pre-game preparation, on getting your body ready to play, including the night before, is absolutely critical if you want to play your best pickleball. Okay, so start doing that is our recommendation. What I'm gonna to suggest to you is a couple of things. One, start a little bit of time, right? First of all, don't beat yourself up about it, right? Like don't, don't, you know, like, oh, I forgot to do this or whatever, and then you're gonna feel upset about it. Don't do that, right? Add one thing at a time. So if you're playing, you're listening to this podcast, whatever day you're listening to it, and you're playing tomorrow, right? Put a little note by the side of your bed or on your, on your, on your kitchen island or whatever, whatever it works for you, a little note that says, Drink two glasses of water tonight, whatever works for you, right? Something like that uh, and do it and then see how you feel the next day. What you're gonna do is you're gonna enter a positive uh, feedback cycle where you're gonna be adding positive feedback into your, you know, you're doing something that's good for you, you're gonna feel better and it's gonna be positive feedback. So what's gonna happen? Your brain's gonna go, you know what? That was good, let me do that again. But here's, I want you to think also bigger picture. I want you to think about a big, big picture of yourself in terms of your body and improving your body, I want you to add one thing, one stretch that you're going to do before you go to sleep at night. You pick the stretch. If it's your shoulder, do the shoulder. If it's your leg, do the leg. You know, If it's your hip, do your hip. Whatever it is, I want you to do one stretch. And in fact, I'm going to give you one. If you don't know what stretch to do, I'm going to give you an easy one. I want you, if you, if you can, if this position is comfortable for you, I want you to do this. I want you to lay on the, on the floor next to the wall Put your legs up the wall as straight as you can on the wall, right? And just hold it there. Don't do anything. 
Just lay them against the wall so you feel a nice tug and a stretch on your hamstrings and just stay there as long as you're comfortable. Get that nice stretching, go to bed. See how you feel the next morning. If you like it, keep adding stretches to it. You get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten minutes of stretching. But one thing at a time, folks. Don't go from zero to ten. Not going to work. Go zero to one, one to two, and so on. So I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Take care of that body, folks. You want to play pickleball? We want you to have, you know, 20,000 sessions of pickleball between now and whenever we stop playing pickleball. Got to take care of that body. Next week's podcast, I'm going to be talking about playing selfish pickleball. I think you're going to enjoy that. We'll see. I'm going to be answering a question from one of our listeners. I'll play that for you next time and we'll answer it and keep on talking about pickleball and therapy and trying to help us all become the best pickleball players that we can be. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. If you're on social media, share it on there as well and help us reach other players like you who want to improve their game. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.